mobile business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. The Dow higher, S&P, NASDAQ lower. It was a losing week, though, for the Dow, the S&P, and NASDAQ. The 10-year down 4.30 seconds, yield there 2.05%. The dollar dropped to the weakest in more than two years. The, uh, the crude oil lower today by 3.1% down $1.53. Forty-seven fifty-six on West Texas Intermediate Crude, and we do have uh, gold higher by a dollar ten the ounce, up by one tenth of one percent. So again, recapping: the Dow up thirteen, up one tenth of one percent; S and P down three, a drop there of two tenths of one percent; Nasdaq down thirty-seven, down six tenths of one percent. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you so much, Charlie. I'm Lisa Abramowitz in for Carola and Corey. This is Bloomberg. saving for their golden years, but some people aren't saving quite enough. Today is National 401k Day, a fantastic day to talk about uh, how to save for retirement. And here to help us do that is Sarah Holden, Senior Director of Retirement and Investor Research at ICI, or Investment Company Institute, which is based in Washington, D.C. Sarah, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I want to just first get a sense of the landscape. How well are Americans saving for their retirement today? So today is National 401k Day, and we're just taking a look and saying, you know, good time to do a checkup on how each individual is doing. In aggregate, we've got $5 trillion saved in 401k plans and 55 million active participants. So we've got really a nice nest egg growing in this employer benefit. So, I mean, is that enough? So that's a question each individual needs to look at their own account and their own behavior. So as a first step, you want to make sure that you're making the most of your contributions. And in particular, 9 out of 10 participants are in a plan that has employer contributions. And this means that the employer won't put money into your account, but often the employer only does that if you put money in. So you want to be sure that you're taking full advantage of that employer match or employer money, because otherwise you're just leaving money on the table. But then you might need to do more than that, and there's often a calculator on your plan's webpage it can give you an idea of if you were to keep saving at your current rate, what you might have as a balance at retirement that you could then draw on. And then the other milestone to think about is when you turn 50, you're actually allowed to contribute even more. Uh, they're called catch-up contributions, and the idea is at a time where you can put more in, the government lets you put even more in. You know, it's so it's interesting to hear it from the side of the savers because uh, <clears throat> when you talk to economists, they'll often say, you know, as the population gets older, they're saving so much and they're not actually spending as quickly as they can even spend. And this is slowing down the economy. <laughs> um, I mean, I wonder what you would say to that and the idea of, you know, how to sort of evaluate the composition uh, of, of your investments, especially at a time when so many people think that uh, valuations are so elevated. So in terms of the investing choice in the 401k, there is typically more than 20 options that you have to choose from. And we do see a lot of equity in there. So as you noted, you know, a lot of long-term investing, although we have the baby boom marching, you know, towards retirement. So they're actually starting to withdraw some of the money uh, from their accounts in order to spend it in retirement. And so we've got 
two forces going on, the, the younger ones coming behind, contributing more, and the older workers as they're leaving and perhaps spending some of that money. But when it comes to the investment choice, really, you know, look at the choice, range of options that you have in your plan. And if you're someone who likes that 20 choices and you want to pick and choose from the domestic equity and the foreign equity and the bonds, et cetera, you can. Mm-hmm. If you say, you know, I'm busy and that seems like it's kind of complex, I'd rather let an investment professional take care of it, you can choose the target date fund. And the target date fund will be diversified. It will be invested more in equity when you're young. And then as you're aging towards retirement, uh, date, the year you're going to retire, that's the target date of the fund, mm-hmm. it will be rebalancing for you to become more focused on income as you enter into your golden years there. Do you find that millennial uh, employees are less inclined to put the maximum into their 401ks? So millennials are younger. Um, they're just starting out in their careers, and we would encourage them to make sure to take advantage of that match. A concern about the millennials has been that whereas they started their first jobs during the financial market crisis, they might be worried about equity investing. They might be a little bit afraid of the stock market. But what we see in the 401k plan is that really the design of the plan, which gets you investing in equity paycheck by paycheck, little by little, we have more millennials investing in equity now than we did prior to the financial market crisis. So the young investors are really, through this, these plans, uh, getting pulled into starting, you know, a compounding a nest egg. So, uh, you know, the idea of uh, $5 trillion in 401k accounts, how much has it grown in the past decade? Oh, it uh, has, has grown significantly, and as have IRAs, uh, individual retirement accounts. So the 401ks and the IRAs combined uh, make up a, a significant percentage of the $26.1 trillion that we have saved for retirement. And the 401k is growing largely because of, you know, ongoing reinvesting of returns. In addition, there's about $340 billion in contributions that get put in each year into those plans, and those contributions come from both the workers and the employers. So you've got uh, those two forces working right. together to grow that $5 trillion. There have been some uh, proposals to possibly change the way that 401k plans are taxed. Um, I know that that has uh, been a point of controversy. Where do you stand on that? So we're concerned that uh, this is a savings vehicle. It's a powerful savings tool. When we uh, survey U.S. households and we ask them about the tax treatment, they say that it's very important uh, to their participation in the plan. So we think that we really would like to preserve the, the, the current treatment for these plans because they've been working so well for people. And you think that that's uh, likely what's going to happen? Can't make any predictions at this point. <laughs> and as far as uh, the popularity of 401k and, and, and Roth IRA, just real quick, uh, has the balance changed at all or has it stayed pretty much the same? So actually Roth IRAs have been growing and a large number of the investors in Roth IRAs are younger folks. And if you think about it, with the Roth, you're paying the taxes before you put the money in. So it's after tax money and then it grows uh, tax burden. When you take it out, actually, you don't pay taxes on it. You're, you're done at that point. So if you're young and you're just starting out, your, your income is probably lower. Right. Your tax rate's probably lower. So it might make sense to do that. And so we see quite a few young folks contribute to Roth IRA. So they've been growing in popularity. Sarah Holden, thank you so much for joining us for this 401k day. Sarah Holden is Senior Director of Retirement and Investor Research for Investment Company Institute, ICI, which is based in Washington, D.C.
I'm Lisa Abramowitz. This is Bloomberg.